Good afternoon. Little loud there. Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour: Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. Welcome back from your Fourth of July uh, holidays. Um. I'm sure you all have had a interesting time off, and uh, I hope you've been enjoying yourself and taking some time for yourself in the middle of all that, uh, enjoying the fireworks and the barbecue and everything else. Sorry, we're a little disheveled here for a minute. Running a little bit behind schedule but of course we have as always our quotes of the day from the universe and from abraham for you let's see what they have in store for us today first from the universe ever have that feeling that your life your true work has not yet begun Ever feel like you're here for something more than you've yet identified and that a billion eyes are upon you just waiting for the prophecy to unfold? Hmm. And have you ever also wanted something so badly that all your wishing, hoping and praying kept you from seeing that you had it all along? Precisely the universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe, reminding us that we actually have usually, always, according to the universe, always, that we have it all along. You know, it's kind of like, you know, we pray for true love because we can't see the true love in front of us. We pray and, and, and we wait for something uh, we wait for a community not seeing our friends right before us. Um, and, and, and that, you know, we think we're waiting for some great revelation or we're waiting for something to really uh, 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 happen for us to start doing the thing we're meant to do in life, not realizing that we're already doing the thing we're meant to do in life. And so I believe, you know, the, the universe is, is trying to give us that gift of understanding that we actually are already, we already have everything that we need. We are everything we already want to be. And that it, it is all available to us whenever we recognize it that we already have it. And it may, when, when we're in the throes of difficulty and, and problems happening and things not going the way we want, it may not feel like we have what it is that we need or want. Um, it may, you know, not always seem like we have the strength, the love, the joy that we're looking for. And the universe is simply trying to remind us that, yes, even though it may not feel like it, it is there. It is around us in some way and somehow. And oftentimes it's around us in ways that, you know, we don't really remember or that in ways that we're not used to recognizing. You know, how often have we felt so lonely, um, you know, wanting that that lover, wanting that companion, wanting that that special person um, to share our life with, not recognizing that we already have them, that maybe they're our best friend, that maybe they're they're you know, that person who has always been there for us and because we haven't, we don't really appreciate them because they've always been there for us, we don't really see uh, the value and the joy and the, how they really are that very thing that we have been looking for 
our whole life. So, great quote from the universe, and let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. The content of your vibration equals how you feel right now. And whether you're thinking about the past, the present, or the future, how you feel right now as you think about the past, the present, or the future is your life. It's a precious, fabulous, creative life that you are not wanting to squander in a place of resistance. Your life is right now. Abraham. Now, this is a great, great quote from Abraham because it's really talking about presence. It's really talking about being present with the here and now and where you are in this very moment. And that, you know, sometimes we get caught up focusing on what happened last week, last month, last year, five years ago. Or maybe we're focusing on what's not yet happened, what's going to happen in two or three months or six months or a year or five years or 10 years from now. And, and we think that, you know, though those time periods are completely unconnected to how we're feeling right here and right now. And what Abraham is saying is that how we feel right here, right now, in this very moment, that that is our life. Because there is no tomorrow and there is no yesterday. There is only the right here and the right now. And the presence we feel in the right here, the right now, is our life. And that so often we think that I just need this other thing. Like when this happens, everything will be fine. Or when this happens, everything will be great and I'll be okay. Not realizing that we are okay right here, right now. And that where we are in this moment, it actually dictates how our life unfolds. And the happier and the more joyful we can figure out how to be in the here and now, the happier, more joyful our life is. And if we choose and we have the free will and it's perfectly within our right, if we choose not to be happy, if we choose not to be joyful, if we choose to focus on the loss and the pain and the suffering, that that choice actually dictates our life for us. And that it's not dependent upon outside circumstances. It's not. It's all a choice of how we choose to respond to the circumstances around us. We can choose to be angry, upset, annoyed, anxious, fearful. Yes, absolutely. It's our God-given right. Sure. And maybe sometimes we're tired of being happy and joyful and empowered. And, and we do want to feel those things for the mere contrast of it. And that's okay, too. Nobody ever said we have to be happy and joyful and playful all the time. Though I can't imagine why we wouldn't be. But we don't have to be. The important part is to recognize our decision in where we are in the present moment. And to recognize that at any given present moment we can make a different choice. We can decide to, to do things differently. We can decide to feel differently. We can decide that this person who completely annoys us is actually here to teach us something and we can be joyful about it, or we can decide to continue to be joyful. 
we can decide to be more loving, more kind to the people who are not kind to us. Or we can decide to stand up for ourselves. We can decide that enough is enough and we're going to speak up for ourselves. doesn't mean we have to speak up for ourselves from a place of anger. But it's where we are in the present moment. What are we deciding in the present moment? That is the important point to make. That is where our choice comes in. And the thing to ultimately be aware of is that our choice, our vibration, in Abraham's words, is, is a precious, fabulous, wonderful choice. And we do not have to squander it on resistance, on resisting what is, on resisting and, and making ourselves feel in a way that does not ultimately serve us. So, two wonderful, amazing, beautiful quotes from the universe and from Abraham. And when we come back, we're going to get into our topic for today. There's no guest. You have me for the hour. And... I felt it was kind of appropriate, given that yesterday was the 4th of July, to talk about freedom. What is real freedom? How do we cultivate real freedom? And let me know what your thoughts are about freedom. You can call in any time during today's show at 877-480-4120. And we'll get the Facebook Live started in just a moment during the commercial break. So I hope you'll join us and tune in and join the conversation. We will be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Who do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow Me Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're, We're your digital, digital connectors. connectors. Woo woo! What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. And uh, today, no guest. It's just me interacting with you, uh, my loyal listeners. And uh, we've started the Facebook live stream. We're already starting to get some love. Welcome, Matthew, Joe, Sam, Craig. Thank you for joining us. And, and just as a reminder, um, I, I want you guys to know, like, this is your time to interact with me. You have any questions, any, uh, any uh, comments you want to uh, join the conversation. Just post your comments on the Facebook Live video in the comment section below, and I promise to respond. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about freedom. 
because for so many of us here in the United States, and I know we have listeners around the world, um, so uh, not every country in the world celebrates their Independence Day. Um, not everybody uh, um, comes from us. Craig uh, says he's from Newfoundland, so from up north, y'all. Uh, and, and you have your own Independence Day. Uh, Canada has its own Independence Day, different from the United States. Um, and, and what is independence? What is it in this country? What does it remind us of? What is the 4th of July? Why is it such a symbolic day for us? Yes, it's about the barbecues. It's about, you know, full on into summer, about getting together with friends, all that kind of good stuff. And it's also about freedom. It, it's the day that we declared freedom from England. And it's not, and, and I don't want to get into the political aspects of stuff, but it's more about the symbolic idea of declaring our freedom. And in so many ways today, we actually don't feel like we're free. We have bosses, we have debt, we have mortgages to pay. We, we have all of these constraints on us where we feel we have to do this. We have to go to work. We have to, you know, uh, do things for people we don't really feel like we want to do them. And we don't feel like we really have the freedom that we once enjoyed. And I'm here today to tell you that that's an illusion. That we actually have a lot more freedom than we give ourselves credit for. And that our freedom comes from a place that's not outside ourselves. And that in some ways, sometimes the people who are most free do not necessarily appear to be the most free from their external circumstances. And of course, I think probably the, the epitome of that is Nelson Mandela. Because even though he was incarcerated for close to 30 years or 30 plus years, he was free in his heart, in his mind. And when he came out of that prison, he had a choice to make. He had a choice to make of how he was going to respond to what had happened to him. And he did not choose to be reactive. He did not choose to respond to the captivity, he chose the freedom that was in his heart and in his mind to truly come out and be himself and be an example for the world. And that hate did not have to consume him. And it's one of the most powerful examples, I think, of internal freedom in the modern world. Ah, and my friend John on the Facebook Live says, freedom at any expense is no freedom at all. If we are free to say whatever we want, it can cause great damage to others. Being mindful that our words are powerful and to use those words to create awareness, abundance, openness, kindness, and love. Yes, John, I agree with you. With freedom comes responsibility. That just because we're free and we could do whatever we want doesn't mean we have to do whatever we want. With freedom comes great responsibility because when we're free, we can do all kinds of things. And, but just because we can doesn't mean we should. And Craig on the Facebook Live says, freedom from the mind or body or the control of others who try to force their views on the people. We are free when we open ourselves to the higher powers that we have inside. We take that from outside to affect the inside. Yet when you know your own power, you will always be free. Yes, I agree with you, Craig. And what Craig and John are saying is, is actually um, two very similar things. Um, 
Um, and so freedom, freedom is something inherent that we have. And that this freedom, again, may come with responsibility, but it's the freedom to know that we get to choose. That no matter what is happening externally, what goes on between our right ear and our left ear, we are completely free to decide. Now look, does this mean that we are not subjugated to our programming, to our, the, the values that were instilled with us from the time we were little kids, from our environment, our nature, our nurture? No, of course not. It all affects us. And that is our path and that is our power because as we discover more and more about ourselves, we do not have to be controlled by our programming. Knowing that we even have that programming is an amazing freedom. Knowing that we have the choice and the power to use that programming for our good and use that programming in a way that helps us with others is the most important thing. Our choice is inherent in being a human being. And that our choice, <clears throat> while it may be affected by our past or our future, our choice is still up to us. And that we are far more powerful in that choice than we give ourselves credit for. And this is the thing. We have an amazing ability to choose to respond one way or another. Now look, does this mean that there are not sometimes circumstances in our lives that we're forced into doing something? Of course we are. You know, you're walking down the street at night, somebody points a gun in your face, they're like, give me your money or I'm going to kill you. Yes, we're forced into an action we may not necessarily want to do. But we have a choice. We have a choice to be angry at the violence that's coming upon us, or we have a choice to be present to the moment, to say, okay, this is what life is presenting to me. This person obviously <laughs> wants what's in my wallet much more than I do because they're willing to point a gun in my face for it. Let me give it to them, not out of anger, but let me give it to them out of uh, resignation to life, out of giving in to where we are in the moment. We still have a choice may not necessarily have a choice in terms of this person's pointing a gun at us, they want our wallet. We give them our wallet. How we give them our wallet. What do we do after we give them our wallet? How do we talk to them? We still have that choice. We do not have to respond in anger, right? And that is sort of the instinctual thing of, uh, you know, the fear. And, and, and when there's that fear, it, it, it's almost instinctual, we, we're going to come out of anger. But if we choose not to come out of anger, if we choose to treat this person as perhaps somebody hurt, somebody who knows no other way, you know, somebody who's in such pain the only thing they know is to take something from another out of force. We do have a choice. We do have freedom in the moment. Our ancestors, 
who may or may not have been slaves, they may not have had a choice in the moment. They may not have, they may not have appeared to have much freedom in the moment. But what they believed in, how they chose to live in that captivity, their freedom still reigned. They still could choose how they treated their friends, their fellow slaves. They could still choose to attempt to escape or not. They could still choose to resist or comply. And some people may uh, look down upon slaves who didn't resist against the masters. But who are we to criticize someone in that situation, not knowing what was in their heart, not knowing how they felt in the moment? Perhaps they were children, their families were there. Perhaps they were thinking of more than just themselves. So they chose to stay as a selfless act. It is easy to criticize. It is easy to look at somebody in this situation and say they could have done this or they could have done that. But without us being in that experience at that time, how can we say? They had the freedom of choice. They may not have made the same choice we think we would have made if we were in that situation. But how do we know? We're not in that situation. Let's focus on our freedom of choice right here, right now. Not the past, not the future, but the present moment. And just before we go to break, I want to welcome Courtney to the Facebook live stream. And Courtney says, people's trauma can get stuck in their bodies. I love ceremony to give people a leg up. I keep on repeating patterns sometimes until I am able to release. Yes. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about those patterns, recognizing when we're not in choice and recognizing sometimes what stories we can call upon to inspire us and to remind us that we have choice. So you are, of course, listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern live on talkradio.nyc and on Facebook. And we will be right back with more discussion of freedom in a moment. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth Tripp, your host of Nourish the Soul. Join me to uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to living a healthy life. Join us every Wednesday at my new time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio. 24 hours a day. And 
And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, live on talkradio.nyc and on Facebook. And um, I really want to give a, a thank you and a shout out to all the people on the Facebook Live, Melanie, Courtney, um, and I, there were a couple of others. And I missed you guys um, because uh, it already scrolled past. Sorry about that. So we're talking about freedom, about freedom of choice and, and how freedom is really an internal state that we cultivate by bringing more awareness to our choices, by bringing more awareness to our feelings where we are in the present moment. Because freedom is all about the present moment. Because the more we dwell on the past or the more we dwell on the future, we're not really free because we're not being present to what's in front of us right here, right now. So, you know, there are many ways to become more aware of our, our programming and our choices. And I and, and Courtney, you know, on the Facebook Live, she made the comment about the importance of ceremony and how ceremony really helps people to become more aware of, of things. And, and I, I, I completely agree with her. It's totally been my experience. I have had so many insights and revelations of my own motivations around my own actions during ceremony um, than I have, you know, doing anything else except maybe meditating on things. Um, but in ceremony, it's for some reason we are able to be a little bit more detached to um, to our life situations and we're able to see things a little more objectively. And, and just to give you an idea for, for something that came to me recently in ceremony, um, you know, it, it's been a little while since I've had my annual physical checkup. You know, I got a new doctor. I haven't seen them for a while. You know, I, I usually go once a year, once every other year or so, but it's been a few years. And, and I really, it, it would serve me to have gone already. But there are different things that, you know, of course, I make excuses. I'm busy. There's this, there's that. And what just came to me in a ceremony I did over the weekend, last weekend, was about how I was avoiding going to the doctor out of fear. Fear that the doctor would find something wrong with me. Fear that they're going to tell me, oh, you know, this is not good. Your blood pressure is high. Your cholesterol is too high. There's this, there's that. You got to change your, 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 you got to put you on some medication or you got to start doing this or that. And really, it was the fear that kept me from sort of just making that simple decision of just going and making the appointment. And once I recognized that, it was easy for me to say, you know what? It's not a big deal. I feel fine. If they find anything, it's going to be a minor thing. It's not going to be a big deal. Let me go with a positive attitude, going, knowing I'm not on any prescriptions. I take my vitamins. I, I do what I can to work out. You know, can I work out a little bit more? Sure. We can always be doing more. We can always be practicing more self-care. But I don't have to let the fear control me. And I can go to the doctor in spite of the fear. And I can change my choice and I can sit down and make that choice to go to the doctor now that I've brought that extra level of consciousness, that extra level of awareness to my decision making. And that is true freedom. Because now I'm free from the fear that was controlling me and keeping me from making a choice that's in my own best interest. How often does that happen with us? How often do we not make a decision that's in our best interest because of some underlying belief or program that we're not even aware of? The feeling of not being good enough. The feeling of not being worthy the feeling of having made so many mistakes, whatever that is. If we can be in the present moment and really be present 
to what's going on inside of us, heart, mind, body, and spirit, and really listen to ourselves, then we can achieve freedom. And of course, maybe the programs are running us in a certain way, and we may decide that, you know what, I know I can make a different choice right now in the present moment, but I just don't feel like it yet. It just feels like too much of an effort. Or I got too many other things I'm dealing with. I just don't want to deal with that right now. And that's fine. But at least we have the freedom to choose to continue not to make that choice. And freedom, the inspiration for freedom can come from so many different places. And there's one particular uh, uh, thing that I found to be such a wonderful display of freedom, internal freedom. And I'm going to get my geek on right now. I'm going to talk about a wonderful TV series called Star Trek The Next Generation. And there were many wonderful episodes in it, but the one in particular I'm talking about, and if I can remember the name, I think it might be Three Lights or Four Lights, something like that. And it was the episode where Jean-Luc Picard, the captain of the Enterprise, was captured by the Cardassians, this reptilian-like race. And this one particular Cardassian was trying to break him. He was trying to get him to just a very simple thing to go against reality, to say that there are three lights instead of four lights. Because there were these big bright lights on behind him. And that's all he had to do. Just say there were three lights. And he would no longer experience pain. He wouldn't be starving to death. He would have whatever he wanted. But he would have lost his freedom because he would have given in to what this individual was forcing him to do. And throughout the episode, he resisted over and over and over again. And he had the presence, again, I know it's fiction, I know it's fantasy, but, but, but stay with me here because, again, if you're the captain of a starship, you know, and you've had, there's certain assumptions we make, the training, the, the experience that have gone through stuff that, that would bring this individual to be able to say in the depths of torture, in, in the darkest time when he doesn't know if he's going to be free. He doesn't know if he's ever going to see his friends, his family, his, his, his crewmates ever again. But he continues to hold on and to say there are four lights. He refuses to let this other individual force him to deny what is the reality before him. And obviously, it was not an easy decision. Obviously, it w was not the, the, the easiest way for him to move forward. And you could see over time his will slipping away. And you could see him g getting more ragged. You could see his, his sanity even beginning to kind of be affected by the torture that this person was inflicting upon him. But he still held on to his freedom of choice. He still held on and refused to let his spirit be broken. And what happened? What eventually happened in the episode? Of course, his release was negotiated. And he did achieve his freedom. And as he was being taken away to be returned back to the Federation, he would screamed at his captor, there are four lights, there are four lights. 
But that's not the end of the story. Because he still has to come back to his crew, to his ship, and deal with the trauma that he had been through and deal with what this individual had done to him. And we're going to get into that right after the break. But first, a quick shout out to Denise, fellow talk radio host. Thank you for joining us, Denise. Uh, Mel, Mary, uh, hey, I miss you. I love you. It's been way too long. And Mark, thank you for joining the Facebook Live. And so I just want to remind everybody we're talking about freedom today, that real internal freedom that comes from our spirit. So please, Feel free to type in your comments, your questions, engage in the conversation, or call us at 877-480-4120. And when we come back, we'll finish up that story of Jean-Luc Picard, and we'll finish up our discussion and our lesson about freedom and what it truly means to be free. And we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth Tripp, your host of Nourish the Soul. Join me to uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to living a healthy life. Join us every Wednesday at my new time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I really appreciate everybody tuning in and listening on talkradio.nyc and on the Facebook live stream. And I just want to remind uh, everybody who's watching us on the Facebook live, if you're enjoying it, if you're getting something out of this show and out of the video, please share it. Please help us to get the word out there because that's the only way um, that we can really do it. Um, we don't want to be the world's best kept secret. Um, I know you guys are getting a lot out of this. Please share it with your friends. Okay, so we're talking about freedom. And I was using the, as an illustration this amazing uh, episode of Star Trek The Next Generation where Jean-Luc Picard gets captured and tortured uh, and he still exercises his freedom. And he finally gets returned to his crew and he's back on his ship. And he talks with uh, Deanna Troy, the ship's counselor, like the ship's psychotherapist or whatever. And he relates the experience to her. And she says, it's amazing. Something like, I don't remember exactly, but something like, it's amazing. You, you didn't break. You know, you didn't say three lights. And he said, no, I didn't. But I wanted to. And that's a very, very important lesson, a very key thing. Freedom is making the choice not to do something even though you want to. That is real freedom. 
because freedom means we do not have to follow our desires or our lower desires. We can choose to follow our higher desires. We can make the choice to be better. We can make the choice to show up better. We can make the choice in the present moment that this is where I really want to be, that this is how I want to be. This is the way I truly want to show up. And that choice, having freedom doesn't mean that choice is easy. Having freedom doesn't mean that choice is natural. Having freedom does not mean that we make that choice each and every time, all the time, that it's a habit. Actually, the real freedom is when it's not a habit. Habits are just programs. It's just something that we've done over and over again that we got so used to that we naturally do it. Yes, there are good habits and bad habits. Freedom is breaking the habit. Freedom is consciously deciding to give in to the habit. Freedom is doing something not just because you want to do it, but because it, you believe it's the right thing for you to do. And that freedom, that choice, is something only we can decide for ourselves. Because nobody else can tell us what our conscience tells us. Nobody else can decide for us what we can decide for ourselves. Nobody else can say for us that this is the right thing to do or not. We can only decide that for ourselves. And other people may make different choices than we would in a given situation. And that's fine. That's their freedom. We don't have to worry about what somebody else does. I often say that like what somebody else thinks, says, and does is none of our business. That's their path. That's their karma. That's their, you know, spiritual choice that is going to lead them down a certain path or not. Doesn't mean we maybe don't want to influence them. Doesn't mean we don't want to encourage people to do what we believe is the right thing to do in a given situation. But if they make a choice, if they make a decision... That's their choice. It's not ours. Freedom is allowing somebody else to make a choice we would not make and be okay with it. Come on. We've all had this experience. We've all had that friend who comes to us and asks our advice for the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And we always give them the same piece of advice and they never listen to us. Right? Come on. We all know somebody like that. Freedom is giving them that same piece of advice and being okay with them making the same choice that we would not make. Now, do we always constantly forever have to put up with that person coming to us, asking us? for the same piece of advice that we know they're not going to follow? No. We can always make a different choice. We can make a choice to not take their phone call. We can make a choice to have a conversation with them that says, I understand you're going through a difficult time. We've talked about this before. You know how I feel about it. There's no point in me repeating myself I just don't want to talk about this anymore. If you have something else you want to talk about, that's fine. But this topic is off the books. That's a choice. We can make that choice. We don't have to make it from an angry or upset position. We can make that choice from a very loving, kind position. Compassionate position. We have that freedom. Now... Oftentimes, 
people feel that when they don't have the physical abundance, that we don't have the material abundance, that we have less freedom. And I feel that is a complete misconception because if you look at people who have a lot of material possessions, what do they worry about most of the time? What are they concerned with? Preserving their material possessions, preserving their lifestyle. You know, when you're a millionaire and you're used to certain things, you jealously guard your money for fear of losing it. How much freedom is there in that? Yet, I know people who design a lifestyle with minimal material possessions so they are free to wander the world. We actually don't need a lot to survive. And when we make the choice to put maybe our physical freedom above our material possessions, we can have freedom without having much in the bank account, without having a home that we own, without, you know, owning a car. Do we need something? Sure we do. But you know what? Again, this may not be true for everybody, but if you're a relatively competent individual, if you've got your physical health, if you're willing to take what work comes to you to make some money, maybe you don't make a lot of money, but you can flip burgers at a diner. You could, you know, be a cashier at McDonald's or... Or, or any retail chain. You know, you could travel across the country with maybe just enough money to get you to the next city. And you get to that city. And you ha- get some kind of job that you get a little bit more money and then you move on. Do not need, we do not need huge amounts of material possessions to experience freedom. Indeed. If, if the material possessions, if the money, if the number in the bank account, if we're so tied to it that it causes us to be fearful about losing it, we've actually given away our freedom. I forget whether it's a, a Buddhist precept or, or, or an indigenous, native indigenous precept, that we actually don't own our possessions. Our possessions own us. I know it's a Native American saying that we don't own the land, the land owns us. Because if we think we own the land, then we're working for the land. We're always doing for the land. You know, I mean, just look at your typical suburban house with a yard, right? Do you own that house or does the house own you? Are you constantly repairing it, upkeeping it, having to paint it every number of years, checking on the plumbing, the septic tank, mowing the lawn, um, you know, replanting the flowers every year? Are you constantly taking care of it? So do you own it or does it own you? And indeed, the more we put our value into our possessions and the more we allow the importance of the possessions to be more important than us in the present moment, those possessions are owning us, right? Like the person who buys a brand new car and drives it off the the dealership lot and is enjoying and is so happy because they got this brand new car. And five blocks away, someone rear-ends them. And they get insanely mad because this is a brand new car and you've destroyed it. It's no longer perfect. Do you own the car or does the car own you? Real freedom is having the possession, but not allowing it to own how you feel. Yes. We can use it as an excuse to feel good, to be happy, to raise our vibration, sure. But it's only an excuse. 
It's not the cause. Our freedom comes from within us. And when we begin to truly recognize that how we feel inside ourselves is not dictated by our circumstances, by our relationships, by our job, our career, our business, or how much money we have in a bank, our material possessions. Our self-worth does not come from any of these things. Our self-value does not come from any of these things. How we show up in the present moment is not dictated by any of these things. It is dictated by our choices, by the freedom we exercise within our soul and our spirit in how we choose to show up in the world at this given moment. So, I hope you all enjoyed your 4th of July. I hope you enjoyed this show. I hope my words meant something to you touched you in some way, inspired you in some manner, and that you will share this with those around you. And hopefully they'll do the same. So thank you all for joining us for this episode of the Conscious Consultant Hour. We will, of course, be back next week, live Thursday, 12 noon Eastern to 1 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc. Thank you all. Mwah. Love you. We'll have new live shows on talkradio.nyc starting tomorrow, 11 a.m. Tune in. We'll see you then. Take care, y'all. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.